Hello, and welcome to Cornerstone's High School Ministry Podcast. This message, given by Joseph Yarbrough, is called Don't Read Your Bible, and deals with the consequences of reading the Bible and living it. It is the last message in our 40 Days in the Word series. So, we are in the last week, right? So the past five weeks, we've talked about where the, like, all these things about the Bible, right? So week one, we talked about, like, where the Bible came from. Talked about that. We learned about tons of cool stuff like that. We talked about um, why it was written, how it was a love letter. We watched that cool video, you know, about how the Bible was put together. We also talked about how the Bible is, is what is it made up of, why is it relevant. It's made up of history books and poetical books. Um, we talked about major and minor prophets. We even talked about my favorite one so far was... The Christian words. How many of you guys are here for the Christian words part of it? My favorite ones are all the Christian words we learned about. We learned about grace. What else did we learn about? Any, any guys? Amen. What are some, some of your words you learned about that you, that you liked? I'll pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. Used in the Bible only in sneezes. What, guard our hearts. <laughs> when, a, when a Christian guy wants to, just, wants to defend the fact that he's too shy to ask a girl out, he says he's guarding her heart. I'm just, gonna guard, I'm just guarding her heart, bro. That's Colton, that's not right. Numbers, my, my pickup line, if you guys are trying to get with a Christian girl or guy and you don't know how to break the ice because a Christian, you know, you're new to it, you go, hey, I've been reading in the book of Numbers and I realized I didn't have years. What's up? Like, if that doesn't work, we learned about, we learned about the, the Old Testament. And if that doesn't work, you can read from Song of Solomon, the most beautiful poetic book in there. Her, ho- her hair is that softness of a wretched wild horse running through the muds of Judea. It's like, what is going on? Like, apparently it's beautiful back then. I don't know what's going on. But then again, it's not much better today. Hey, shoddy. What's a shoddy? I don't know what that is. It's like a, sh- it's a short a short tee. I don't know what that is. But a, sh- a shoddy? Is it a shoddy? Is it a shooty? I don't know what it is. But that's where we are. We also talked about the Old Testament, and we also learned from our studies, me and Kyle and Colton went through tons of hours of studying, and how many of you guys remember what we came up with our thesis, that the Old Testament is? It's old. Yeah. Pull DNA. If you guys have seen Goodwill Hunting, we had algorithms all over the place. It was like Cube, Donnie Darko, and Inception in one movie. It was insane. It's a good, that's a good movie. We also talked about the New Testament. How many of you guys remember we talked about the New Testament, right? And the New Testament is old too, which is weird. So it's, they're throwing us for loops, right? We also talked about, um, we talked about the whole thing from Genesis to Revelation even. So this thing is the last thing we're talking about. So this is what we're going to be talking about. And I thought, you know, what better way to talk about the end of the Bible? We talked about all the reasons why it's, it's relevant. We talked about all the reasons why it's important. We talked about all the reasons why it's, it's, it's factual. So I thought today we would end it on a similar strong note. This time we're going to end it on reasons why you shouldn't read your Bible. All right? We should not read our Bible. These are some reasons you shouldn't read the Bible. All right? You're going to get to it. So this is the last thing we're talking about is why we shouldn't read our Bible. Okay? So how many of you guys are readers or you know people that are readers? You know what I'm talking about? Not Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca earlier was sitting there, and what we were talking about the Lord of the Rings. How many of you guys have read the Lord of the Rings or seen the Lord of the Rings movies? I'm sitting there, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to quote it to Rebecca here. And Rebecca goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. And then she's like, I, I don't want to watch the movies. And Justin says, well, why don't you read the books? And she goes, what is this? I don't read. What is this? I don't read. I'm like, I'm right with you. So I don't read a ton of books, right? I know a lot. I, I, I know... I know like a couple of my friends like to read a lot of books. I don't read a ton of books, 
mostly because I don't have a lot of time. And also, sometimes I get bored with books. You ever have, like, like when you guys are doing book studies, do you guys ever, like, say, like, I'm going to read this book, you know? I'm going to finally read this book. You read, like, chapter 3, and then you go, man, I've already read a chapter 3. I'll skip chapter 4, get the cliff notes on it. I'll read chapter 5. And sooner you know, you didn't read any of the book. You went to chapter 3, then you read, like, the last chapter. And you're like, who are these characters? And it's just anarchy. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, he went a completely different route. You know, you're, it's like you're reading like Mighty Ducks 2 and the ending is like they decided to just take out the referee and just not show up to the game or something like that. And they went pro and I don't know, they went to play baseball instead instead of hockey because that's what real people do. Just, so I don't read a lot of books. I know my sister reads a lot of books. And when I mean a lot of books, it's just Twilight. It's just Twilight. Yeah. Marissa, my, my youngest sister, reads a lot. It's kind of weird. Pokey, I don't know if she actually reads. I think what she does is she gets her Twilight books and just prints off pictures of Edward and just tapes them in. And it's just, I like that chapter. I like that chapter. <laughs> this chapter sparkles. Guess what? They all sparkle if you have them in there. I don't get it. We, we talk about all these books, right? Uh, I have an iPad, and I have one of those iLibrary books, you know? Like, I mean, the, like the iBooks. If you guys have iPads or iPhones, it's iBooks. And I look at my library, and I have three books in there. And I was like, wow, I've got three books. One was one of my favorite books. It's Dave Kraft's Leaders at Last. You ever read that book? It's a short book. It's really cool if, you're talk, if you want to be a leader in your sports teams or in your kind of like your age group or your friends or you're just trying to be a Christian leader. The other one is a guitar magazine, just learning a book, book of songs. And the last one is the, uh, the manual for my scooter. Beep, beep. It's my flame scooter. That's how the man... <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't find the manual, so I downloaded it, and it's on there. I've never read it, though. I've read to chapter one, and I stopped reading it because the name of it just sounds stupid. It's like a Titan Velocity. It's already bad enough. My scooter has flames on it. The name's not going to help it anymore. So I don't like to read a lot, right? So what I, what I, what I want to explain to you is I don't read a lot, but I kind of fit in still with the Christian community. A lot of Christians, and I think we can all be honest with ourselves, at one point when we called ourselves Christians, we probably never opened the Bible. How many of you guys can say that was you at one point? That when you said, yeah, I believe in God, but you never opened the Bible yet. Like you heard an awesome sermon and you were there. I was that way too. I heard, I heard the, like I, I saw the cool things about youth group and I wanted to fit in. And then when people were giving their life to Christ, I'm like, I want to do that too because I want to fit in with them. And yet I had never read the Bible, right? And a lot of times we, we may have read the Bible, but we're not frequently in the Bible. A lot of Christians don't, you know, and, and they would, you know, they would want to learn about God and they would have all these questions about it. And we have all these questions, but a lot of them are in the Bible. And sometimes we have friends that do that too. How many of you guys have friends that are Christians? And they call themselves Christians and they have some simple things in there like, hey, so I have a question. You know, I've been a Christian for like a year and Jesus, what's his deal? What's that guy? What is that guy? And it's like, I've, I've had friends that have said that, or like, they said they're like, so question. You know, I've been a Christian for like three years. So where, where in Scripture is the bunny? I don't know where the bunny is for Easter. I'm like, is it a symbolic thing? Like he's a dove and a bunny. People just, if they would open the Bible, they would learn about these things. If we would read the warnings about consequences. If we don't do these things, our lives would be changed, right? They don't read it and they hope that they can get okay through life by just trusting solely that God is right, you know? It's almost like they're playing, I don't know, you guys are too young to gamble, but it's genuinely like, it's playing blackjack with their faith. I'm just going to bet it all on this hand and hope that, that whatever hand I got, it's blackjack or else I'm just going to lose. I'm going to come up short or I'm going to go over and I'm going to lose it all, right? So like I told you, I'm that guy that don't, I don't buy any books. I don't, I, 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 like I, 
kind of refuse to buy books because it's paper, and I could just read it on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just read it on the internet. Uh, some of the most reading I do is probably, like, I read a lot of guitar magazines. I read a lot, a lot of guitar, like, articles. Um, I also read a lot of, I also read a lot of Twitter posts and Facebook posts. I do that, too, with Rebecca. I, I scan a lot of, like, uh, things. I think they're really funny. Some of you guys are really funny on Facebook. Good for you guys. Colton's a pretty good, he's a pretty good poster. If you're looking for good posts, just follow Colton. I had a good one yesterday he helped me out with. I was thinking about a post to do, and Colton's like, he's helping me craft the perfect Facebook post. He goes, here's the algorithm. You got to get something kind of sarcastic and funny. I'm like, I want to do an earthquake post. Everyone's doing an earthquake post, Colton. And he's like, here's what you got to do. Parentheses, insert earthquake remark. I'm like, what if I put insert earthquake post? Perfect. You get them to do the work. It was great. I got a lot of likes on it. Thank you, guys. It was all you. I, I thank you, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I, like, I know Alex liked it. Alex is like the first one to like it, except for Michael Michalucci. He likes everything before I like it. Like I even post it. Where is he at? Oh. Every time I type something, I'm in mid-type, and it's like, Michael Michalucci likes your status. I'm like, I haven't even posted it yet. What's going on? <laughs> he's just found ways to do it. I'm like, dude, he makes me feel good because I'm mid-typing. I'm like, he's a fan. He's a fan. He's a fan. But I never even, a lot of these books that I read, I actually have a big collection of books. Like, in the moment I hear about these books, I'm kind of like the opposite. How many of you guys have moms that, like, watch Oprah or something like that? Or they watch, like, they watch, like, uh, The View, and they recommend, like, a book from somebody. And they're like, oh, you got to read this book if you have a teenage kid. You got you to, it's going to change your life and how you're parenting. I'm that guy, I'm that guy with Christian authors and pastors. I hear them preach, and they're like, oh, this is from my book. And I'm like, oh, I want to get that book. And I buy it, and I almost never crack it open. I'm like, yeah, it's here. I read the first chapter. I'm like, great chapter. And then I'll quote like the one chapter, like <laughs> chapter one. And that's it. I'm like, yeah, it's from that book. Is it a good book? Couldn't tell you. I just read chapter one. That's it. <laughs> and because of that, too many Christians are the same way with the Bible. And I'm guilty of this as well. They want to go without reading the book because, you know, it's Sometimes it's hard to read. I mean, it sounds, like a, it sounds like the beginning of Star Wars when you open Genesis. In the beginning, you know, there was God. It's, like, it's, pretty, it's pretty intense. So in theory, I have a theory why people shouldn't read their Bibles, right? This is the reason why people shouldn't read their Bibles. Here's the first one. It will change your words, all right? I don't know how many of you guys have ever read the Bible, than, like the King James versions, where they're like all tizith and thisith and thus thou and you feel like you're reading Shakespeare, and you feel like when you read it, your hands slowly go up. You're like, the Lordeth dieth for thee. And you're like, what is my hand doing? It's like you're always holding some invisible, like, goblet. Yeah, you're like, you're sitting there, like, holding a goblet. I'm like, what is happening? Stop. It's like, tell, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's weird. It's, it's you know, words, it will change your words. Not just, you won't be going around holding goblets and speaking to people as you talk. Hello, with my friends. How was second period if? Grand, rub a dub dub. You know, it'll change your words as 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 the way you speak with your friends and your family and your parents. You know, it says in Luke six forty five. It says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And here he says, what you say flows from what is in your heart. So the reason why you shouldn't read this scripture or read the scripture is this: if you don't want to change the way you speak to your parents. If you don't want to change the emotions and the words and the way you speak to your friends, if you, want, if you want to treat them way worse, you want to be mean to them, come up with rude remarks, not be able to control what you say, if you want your immediate response to be something hurtful, just don't read the Bible. So, you know, I'm giving you reasons why you shouldn't read your Bible. If you want to be hurtful, do it. I mean, you could, if, if a girl, you know, kind of 
you, I know you girls sometimes, you, you read into things very much. So I, I, I was talking to Rebecca today. She's in Mammoth, or Mammoth today. And I was talking to her, and um, I said something. I'm like, oh, so you're, so you're not going to be at church today. And she, like, she read two into that. And I was like, oh, so you're not going to be at church today, thinking she would be here. And what she took it as is, you're never at church, and you're a disappointment, apparently. And was like, well, you know what? You're like your father. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And she's like, yeah, back at you. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. So if you want to change your way of talking, if you want to talk that way to everybody, go ahead. Because I, I, I say don't open your Bible. But it says when you read this book, what, flows, uh, what, what you say flows from your heart. And by reading this, it really is something that attacks your heart. Because it will change where you spend also your time. If you go ahead and you, and you, and you start reading this Bible, it's going to change where you spend your time. And not just, I don't mean by just reading it. Obviously, you're going to be stuck reading this book. But it's going to really change the way you want to do things. All right? I've never once read the Bible before and have had any desire to punch someone in the face. Like, kind of, but in a very nice way. You know? I've never read the Bible and read, you know, about Jesus' messages saying, you know, turn the other cheek and love your neighbor. I'm like, yeah, I need to punch something. I've never thought about that. Except the only time I've ever thought about it is reading the Bible with Tyler. Because Tyler just makes everything passionate. Especially when you read like the wars in the Old Testament. About like Joshua bringing down Jericho. And he's like, and they shouted and they, they ran into Jericho taking it down. And he's just like, yeah! And I'm getting amped too. Like, I want to punch a wall and make it crumble down. But <laughs> it'll change where we spend our time as well. It really will. Not only will we spend it in reading, but we don't want to go out and be in environments from opposite of what the Bible says. If we hear about gathering together as a family and being blessed and sharing and fellowshipping and singing and praising, we don't want to be in environments where we feel like we'll be hated. We don't want to feel like we'll, we'll be exiled from our friends. We don't want to feel that way. It'll really change where we spend our time. So if you're comfortable with the same shallow friends that you have that will never accept Jesus and, and, and badmouth them all the time, don't read your Bible. It's a, good, it's a good piece of advice I have for you. Don't read your Bible. Also, what it's going to do, it's going to change your values. You know, it's going to change your, your moral values. I don't, know, I, I don't know about you guys. I, have, we, I was raised in weird values, like, like things that I was raised with normal values, like, you know, you don't steal. What are some other rules your parents say? You know, don't lie. What else? Get, don't, don't, you know, don't talk back. Don't do drugs. Stranger danger. Don't, how, many guys had, how many guys had code words with your parents? Like if someone had to pick you up, they had to say the password. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, like you're at the bus stop and your mom's like, if someone else picks you up. And they always whisper like, they're, like everyone's listening to just you and this five-year-old's conversation. If somebody picks you up, they have to say the password. And then you're like freaking out because like, well, who else would pick me up, mom? You're five. You're like, you're already abandoning me to this stranger that I call a teacher. This is weird. And it's like, they have to say the password. Mine was Tigger. Tigger. So I remember one time we had my uncle pick me up. And I hadn't seen him in a while because he was working. And I get off the bus, and he's there. And I'm sitting on the bus. I'm like, where's mom? And he's like, she told me to pick you up. But he's just, like, tired from work. She told me to pick you up. And I'm sitting there. Okay. Let's go. And I'm sitting on the bus. No. And he, what? <laughs> Didn't say the password. What? Didn't say the password. <laughs> what? The password. You know, you're like, he's like, what password? Not to say the password. Dude, you better get off the bus. I'm just going to let him take you. And I'm just like, not the path. And he's trying to grab me. Like, no, Tigger. Tigger just freaking out. Just like, what is this kid doing? He's just freaking out. 
It'll really change our value. And when it talks about these values, it really doesn't mean just more than the don't steal, don't do drugs, but it'll really change how you treat people. In the sense of things that used to set you off and you would immediately react with vengeance. You, you find yourself changing it for forgiveness. And, and it's, it's weird because so many like television shows are based off of vengeance, you know. Have you ever seen like those, uh, there's like that dating show. It's not the dating show, it's like the, like the spy show where like girls or guys that think that their, their boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on them. Cheaters, Cheaters yeah. Where instead of, instead of just asking your significant other, hey, is this going on? Instead they go, I'm just going to hire a camera crew and make my whole life public. Duh. Or, you know, you're having a dispute with someone legally about a house thing and you don't ask them like, hey, what's going on? You Instead you go, I'm going to take them to an old lady on TV and she's going to judge this in court. That's the best way to do this, right? It'll change your values of things like that. If you read the Bible, you understand that, you know, the American dream is all, it's cracked up to be because it requires people to step on other people and people having to fall by the wayside and you know, we've seen it in movies before where, where there's that big boss, man, that's a cutthroat boss that'll let anyone go by the wayside just so he can get what he wants. And that's materialism at its core. And it's not what God wants for us to focus on. Nothing's wrong with having stuff. I like stuff. I know you guys like having stuff. But God provides stuff, and, and it, but it consumes us too. And it goes against the book. The book says in Colossians, in, 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 in chapter 3, verse 2, it says, Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. To think about that there's awesome stuff here, but you got to remember, these things are created by, you know, Apple or the clothes we get are from whatever stores you like to go to. But to think all those root down to God created it all. So he probably already has, like, if Apple's already got the iPad 10, he's probably got, like, the iPad 5000. Just, he's up there just working on it, like, this thing's going to be sick. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be invisible. Yeah, it's going to blow your mind. We're going to put it in their heads. It's going to be crazy. They'll just they'll tap their eye, and that's how it activates. iPhone, go. Like, that's how it works. Can you imagine that? iPhone. That would be awesome. He's working on it. He's work- so how much more awesome the things are. So we've learned so far, it's going to change where you spend your time. It's going to change your words you have with people. It will change your values. It's also going to change your thoughts, how you think about things, right? Because a lot of us, you know, we think about ourselves a lot, whether we know it or not. How many of you guys are, are seniors planning for college, right? Pokey, oh, I thought Pokey didn't raise his hand. She's like, I'm not planning for college. <laughs> I was like, you're getting trouble from mom. That's all I did. But we plan a lot of things, and it's not that it's selfish to plan about college, but a lot of our thoughts in this time gears towards where are we going to go? How many of us have planned out our lives before? And I know for a fact you all have planned your lives out before with one game, the paper game. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> How many, kids, how many kids do you want? Five. One, two, three, four, five. What's your favorite color? What color is your house going to be? Purple? Purple. P-U-R-P-L-E. What city do you want to live in? Huh? L-A? L-A. What, what, what's your husband's name going to start with? Q? All right. A, B, C, D. It just keeps going. You're going to live in Hawaii. You're going to be happy. It's like everyone's planned out their future before. Everyone has. But... When we read about the Bible, sometimes our future doesn't come into play because the funniest thing you can tell, you can tell God is that you have the next five years planned out because he, he, it's all in his time and his plan. And our plan sometimes always ends up with us being the center of everything. That's not always true. The book changes what we think about, who we think about. We're going, we're going, to, be like, like, we're going to be going in this next month into the Easter series called The Walking Dead. 
and showing how Jesus is a man coming down, how selfless his thinking is from the very beginning.